Gutter Trash is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. A British police officer transplanted to Australia and desperate to civilize the outback arrests two brothers, members of the infamous Burns gang. Under the threat of hanging the youngest brother, Mikey Burns, the captain makes a deal with the older brother. If Charlie Burns hunts and kills the leader of their gang, Arthur, by Christmas Day, Mikey and Charlie will go free. It's Dark Tale of Revenge, Redemption, Family, and Love in John Hillcoat's The Proposition. Position. My name is Eric. My name is Jason. We are wacky. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, we're feeling feeling all right. Yeah. <clears throat> You're drunk. I've eaten shit. <laughs> Let's go. Neither one of those things are completely true. <laughs> you had a beer and I ate McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. One of them is closer to the truth than the other. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Mm, I'm not drunk. Yeah. <laughs> That is the one and only correct answer. <laughs> I still feel good, though. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm not going to be feeling good in probably half an hour. Yeah? Yeah. Because of McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. I try my hardest not to eat there. I try as hard as possible not to eat there and fail often. <sighs> you, st- you know, I mean, even when you're down to those fast food choices, it seems like even Wendy's would be... It seems like a cut above, even an Arby's, maybe. Yeah, but they're all more expensive. That's true. That's pretty much what it comes down to. The 99-cent menu. Yeah, I had five bucks. I could get a full meal. All right. You know, from there, for five bucks, whereas that wouldn't even cover, like, the smallest value meal at, like, a Wendy's or an Arby's. Yeah. You could get, like, 30 nuggets at Wendy's for five bucks. <laughs> uh, 25 nuggets. Oh, really? Yeah. Are there... Five, five piece nuggets. Huh? Oh, okay. For nine, nine, nine. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I was thinking there were six per. No. Wow, man. I haven't been to any fast food in places in a while. I remember <laughs> everyone was all six piece nuggets. Oh, so it's five piece nuggets and there's automatic drink fillers and they're open 24 hours. I've yeah. learned a lot of things today. <laughs> well, you didn't know that the, the Wendy's on Brown Street used to be open 24 hours. I didn't know that. Yeah. I used to, because I lived on uh, Pritz Avenue, which yeah. was really close to there. When I was 18, and we ate Wendy's at all hours of the night. Yeah. Would be stoned watching movies. See, my, my ex and I would not be stoned, but we would go there at like 4 in the morning and you know, get like a burger, uh, some nuggets. Right. Yeah. The nuggets is the uh, filet of the Wendy's menu, I believe. The filet mignon, you mean? Yeah, well, you know, just the, the like the best part, you know. Okay. Yeah. 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 Their nuggets, I think, are. Yeah, okay. It's it sold me out of vegetarianism twice. Like once was a five year streak, and I was like, I was on my home, and I was like, ah, I just want some Wendy's nuggets. And then I was like, okay, I'm not vegetarian anymore because of Wendy's chicken nuggets. Really, yeah. seriously. <laughs> didn't you? Uh, didn't you also eat like uh, chicken meatballs at a Chinese restaurant once during one of your uh, bouts of vegetarianism? Probably, yeah, probably. 
Yeah. I like treating vegetarianism as a disease. As a disease. Yeah. I'm about. Are you still battling the vegetarianism? <laughs> <laughs> Our treatments for it. Yeah. Usually involving a hot beef injection. Ooh. <laughs> oh, cure me, sir. <laughs> cure me. <laughs> oh, mercy. <laughs> Oh, it's uh, it's been lo- a little longer than usual since we recorded anything. Has it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, it's, it's Maybe been, it has. It's been Maybe. like a week and a half. Okay. Yeah. Are we late? Are we running late? We're super late. Are yeah. we? Yeah. This episode should have gone up yesterday. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. And and now that I no longer have the internet at home again, yeah, I'll have to. Put this up at work. <sighs> I don't know what happens. Like Monday, I came home from work and it was fine, and I got online and checked my Facebook, checked my email, checked my Netflix, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then uh, like two, three hours later, I came back to check my email again, and uh, no internet. No internet since. You think uh, deities are angry, maybe? Could be. Could be. The rent deities, probably. Oh, yeah. That sucks. But I should have taken care of that, so, yeah. Hmm. Uh, it, uh, it annoys me, but it's free. Can't, can't complain. Uh, I can uh. complain a little bit. Uh, free is good, though. Well, free is good, but uh, yeah, I kind of need the internet. I don't want it, but I need it. See, I think the internet is more like a disease than uh, the vegetarianism. Oh, totally. It's an addiction. Oh, oh. Yes. Like alcoholism is a disease. I can definitely guarantee you that uh, the few times that I've uh, gone for long stretches without being online, I've been great for me. Yeah? You felt better? Feel better, you know, maybe actually go out and do something again. (laughs) I don't get as angry about shit. Uh, Things aren't spoiled for you? Things aren't spoiled for me. Uh, man, that's, wow. that it just sounds one, yeah, it sounds better with it, it is an infinitely better life without the internet. But uh, if only the eighties were back. Yeah, man, if only I lived in the eighties, a lot of things would be better. Yeah, I'd be living at home. <laughs> be Cartoon Express would be on. Yeah, <laughs> up all night. Oh, up all night. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried Gilbert Gottfried and, and or Rhonda Shear as I said what was her name Rhonda Shear that's right oh, former man. boss of mine used to fuck her Dana Carvey would be what <laughs> former boss of mine used to fuck Rhonda Shear really yeah like regularly. so he claims oh okay so he claims that's weird because Jack used to fuck Gilbert Gottfried weird world I can see that small place we live in Thank oh I thought you were going to say small place <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried's ass <laughs> well possibly <laughs> Uh, ah, I'm doing hard. Oh no! Oh gosh! Oh my gosh! Affleck. Did he have sex with Ben Affleck? What was Affleck? Is that like a reaction, or is that a stating of Ben Affleck's name? I said Affleck. Affleck. Oh, is it Affleck? Affleck. The Affleck duck. Oh wow! The insurance company. Does he do the voice of that? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Well, all he ever says is, Affleck! That sounds like an awesome commercial. 
Been running for years. I've never, I've never seen it. Never seen it. Gonna get you a TV, boy. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> hmm. Life is better without television as well. Television and computers. Except for certain episodes of cable television. Like your uh, your True Blood. Like your True Blood, like your Vampire Diaries, yeah. like your The Gates. Sex in the City. Like your Sex in the City, like uh, your Witches of Eastwick. Ooh. Uh, that's not on cable, that's on regular TV. Well, still. Yeah. So is The Gates. Uh, Vampire Diaries. I was just going with the True Blood. Uh, oh, right, right. Yeah. You know, the True Blood Shitty Vampire uh, TV shows. Anyway, what? The True Blood comic book came out today. Save me 20 copies. Oh, we're, oh, I think we're out of them. Thank fucking Christ. That comic is going to save the comic industry. I'm glad people are buying that up. It's true. We had one guy buy three copies. Oh, yes. Three covers. Three covers. Well, variants, of course. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You got yeah. to. You got to. <laughs> uh, they wouldn't make more than one cover if you were only supposed to buy one. That's the way I look at it. Right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. Oh man, my finger! I keep eating my fingers. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we went and saw a movie. Did we? Yeah. Was it uh, Twilight? It was not. Damn it! Um, we saw Inception. 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 It was a porno flick. Lots of people fucking, and at the end, she was pregnant. <laughs> the end. That's the twist. That's, this is a twist. <laughs> Uh, no, Christopher Nolan's Inception. Christopher Nolan, yeah. You know, uh, we saw that last night with uh, your lovely lady friend Kathleen. Uh, we talked about the movie after. Uh, I think we all agreed it was good. I think we all then started ranking Christopher Nolan's movies. Yeah. I completely always forget he directed Insomnia. Yeah, I forget about that one too. <clears throat> I can't remember that one very well because... I haven't seen it in years. But I'd like to see it again. I would too. Yeah. I remember enjoying the crap out of it. And now that I'm remembering that he did that, I would rank it high. Like uh, above Memento? No. Yeah, Memento is uh, awesome. Memento is always going to be number one. I think so. Yeah, I would go uh, Memento, The Prestige, Insomnia. Batman Begins, following. Inception. No, wait, Inception. Following. Except following which one? Inception. I can't follow it. Following is following Inception. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, uh, I get you. Retarded jokes. Uh, for retarded people. That's us. By retarded people. Yeah. yeah. We're basically... Retarded. Anyway, uh, yes, uh, Memento. Memento's a great film. The Prestige. Insomnia. Batman Begins. Inception. Following. Dark Knight. What? Then Dark Knight. Who? <laughs> Batman 3. <laughs> uh, I would definitely put Dark Knight above... <coughs> Above following and maybe probably probably insomnia. I haven't seen it recently, so I don't remember it. Um, I like Dark Knight, but I don't like it as much as Prestige 
or definitely not as much as Memento. Because that movie is fucking awesome. Yes, it is. I've been listening to the Stephen Tobolowski podcast. Netherbull. Netherbull. And Sammy Jenkins. Oh. From Memento. Uh, yeah. In one of his episodes, he recently talked about him getting cast as the role of Sammy Jenkins. Really? Yeah. Did you have to audition? He said he auditioned, uh, but there were no lines in the movie. He had no lines at all. Really? Yeah. He mimed. He was a mime. No, he went in, he met Christopher Nolan, and he told him a story. Really? Yeah. And that was his audition? That was his audition. That's cool. <laughs> Because uh, he was talking about auditioning and how uh, he, he made it a rule a long time ago that uh, if he were uh, if he was auditioning for uh, a role that uh, you know didn't have lines or the character didn't have a name, then uh, he would uh, refuse to to go. Uh, and he also made it a rule a long time ago to read every script, like the full script, uh, when he got offered a job. Wow, really? And so he got offered this role that didn't have any lines, but he demanded to see the whole script. He read the whole script and uh, said, this is either going to be genius or awful. <laughs> well, it was right. Yes. So, wow, I wonder what kind of story he told, or did he say? Uh, about how he had amnesia once. Really? Yeah. Because apparently, Stephen Tobolowsky has a story for everything. That's why he has a podcast. Wow. And we have a podcast, 87 episodes deep, no stories. Yeah, we've had like two stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is the weird thing about us. We will talk for an hour, and yet we don't, don't really, really say, say anything. No, we just... This is a repeating pattern in my life. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we're caught in some sort of, you know... Loop. Yeah, it's like a... Like, like a loop. loop. Like a dream within a dream. Uh, three levels deep. Wow. Balls deep. Balls deep. Like Leo DiCaprio. Inside Ellen Big. What? Gross. Yeah. Uh, she it was a good hated movie. him in that movie. It was a good movie. It was pretty good. Yeah. It was way better than I expected it to be. It was completely different than I expected it to be. Well, you didn't expect anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, I was pretty much assuming that uh, you know, uh, as much as I disliked The Dark Knight, that uh, it was just going to be Christopher Nolan with his gigantically oversized ego, fresh off of The Dark Knight, just uh, basically overindulging in every. Uh, masturbatory fantasy he could think of and just putting it all on the screen say, look how fucking awesome my balls are and just shaking them in the audience's face. It's like, I got Heath Ledger an Oscar after he was dead. Fuck you, motherfuckers. And it was just going to be just a big, overblown Michael Bay of a mess. <laughs> but it wasn't. It wasn't. It, no, was, it, was, it, was, uh, it was a good movie. A little long, a little humorless. Yeah. But uh, otherwise, very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, could have done with some more jokes. Yeah. Different cast. A little comic relief. Yeah. I, I know your theory on, on uh, the uh, how you would have uh, cast I this would, better. Yeah, if I would have been casting instead of Leo Dio and... Uh, Joseph uh, Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I was trying to think of his initials real quick, but I couldn't. JGL. Uh, JGL. Uh, I would have went with you know Chris Elliott and David Cross. Right, right. And just said the same exact script, but just said, you know, if you think of anything, just throw it in. Right. That's what I would have said. I think that would have been amazing. (laughs) 
But yeah, yeah. Well, I love uh, I love a Chris Elliott. Mm-hmm. No, you're not a David Cross fan. Not too much, really. I like him I, in certain things. I don't like a stand up. Like I've listened to a stand up. Yeah, it's not very good. It, I mean, it's okay. Like it's not like, gosh, get this guy off the stage. But it's like, wow, right. this is the same guy that does Mr. Show and the rest yeah. of the development. And like, like he's so good in certain things. And then, yeah, his stand up's just kind of like, eh. yeah, whatever. Speaking of Mr. Show, I've been watching uh, Breaking Bad, like a fuck ton of Breaking Bads. Mm-hmm. I've watched. Uh, Pretty much the entire first two seasons within like three days. Nice. And uh, Bob Odenkirk of uh, Mr. Show really? is a uh, regular cast member as of the second season. Really? Yeah. Really? Wow. He plays a lawyer, a criminal lawyer. Wow. Okay. Named uh, Saul Goodman. Is he funny on the show? He's kind of funny. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's. Because, I mean, the show has some dark comedy, but yeah. like, when I think of Bob Odenkirk, you think of, like, kind of whoop-de-whoop comedy. Right, yeah, no, this is, uh, is it's, it, it fits with the show, but he, he is definitely the funnier character That's on awesome. the show than anyone else. I yeah. love Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> yeah, Dang, Trejo was on an episode recently. Oh, he's hilarious, too. Yeah, actually, he kind of was. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like I like Danger, yeah. Good stuff. Machete. 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 He was in Predators as well. Yeah, was he? Yeah. Oh. yeah. As a Predator? Uh, yeah, he pl- he played the the spaceship, actually, that the Predators nice. climbed into. Spoiler. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, he's cool. Machete. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to Machete. Is it September? I believe so. No. Don't take my word on that, though. Just check it up on the... Oh. On the... Oh. Bummer. Guess I'll have to wait until I get to work. Forget about that. But you know what movie I'm thinking about? Uh, Would it be... Let me guess. Let me guess. The Expendables. That, that wasn't that wasn't the one I was thinking no. about. No. Eighteen. No, that wasn't it. The, the losers. Close. Because uh, there's some losers in the movie. Are you thinking of Memento? Uh, close. Very close. Because it has one of the same actors in it. Thinking of sexy. Ooh, wrong wrong turn, wrong turn there. Oh, I've never seen. It. Are you thinking of Hellboy? Ooh, yes, that was it. I was yeah, thinking of Hellboy. Yeah, yeah. I love Jeffrey Tambor. You said uh, we said Arrested Development. I thought of Jeffrey Tambor. There's apparently going to be an Arrested Development movie. Same cast. I believe so. Mm-hmm. If, if we can find the right theater, we'll do it. Uh, inside joke, sorry. Uh, yes. It was an adventure. We should have probably talked about that. Maybe we'll save it for later. Yeah, okay. That was fun. Stan, let's talk about that movie that you're thinking of. Which one? The Proposition. With Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. Ray Winstone from Sexy Beast. Mm. Also from uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. 
that one lady that was in that one movie that one time. Oh, she's good in that. Uh, oh, played played Martha. Yeah. Uh, Punch Drunk Love. This is the movie I was thinking. Was she in Punch Drunk Love? I think so. Really? Okay. I I know I recognized her face, but I couldn't place it. I think she might have also been in uh, Red Dragon. Yeah, she was in Red Dragon for sure. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, here we go. Is this a western? Yeah, I'd say it. I'd All say right. it is. This is the first western we've done. Yeah. Yeah. Officially, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Alfredo Garcia does not count. It's not a traditional Western anyway. I mean, this one wasn't a traditional Western. Uh, no, because... There's, there's no camels in traditional right. Westerns. Were there camels? I think there's a camel. I don't recall seeing any camels. Uh, he, yeah. Are there camels in Australia? Uh, you can smoke whatever you want. Whoa, well, hello. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was terrible. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, no, I, th- I don't know. Maybe there wasn't a camel. Did you watch Ishtar in between... Wait a minute, and, I thought, what are we uh, reviewing? Which one? <laughs> Guy Pierce's Ishtar. I would love to see Ishtar again. I've never seen it. Wow. Uh, okay. Right. Someday. Anyway. We'll watch it with... Let's see. Yeah. Uh, proposition. It's a Western. It's a Western. It takes place in Australia, so not traditionally, uh, you know, in the West, where it would normally be. Right. Uh, but more traditional than... Alfredo Garcia, and that there's you know, horses and cowboy hats, gunplay, gunplay, and dusters, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the very typical looking Western town, yeah, you know, yeah. like like the the dusty streets and yeah. the uh, right time period, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this uh, starring Guy Pearce, I believe we already said, uh, directed by John Hillcoat, who directed The Road. Which uh, I have uh, yet to see. Oh yeah, that's right. You haven't seen it. I was. I was. It's uh, a good movie. Let's uh, go full disclosure here because we uh, we were. I was busy on Sunday, mm-hmm. and then so you made plans otherwise for for Sunday, so we could not do the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in order to to organize when we were going to record this, we actually watched the movie separately. Yeah, for the first time ever. That is the first movie we've done that with. Wow. Yeah, that was the awkward. Yes, it was. Thing. That was the first time we've had to do that. Yes, because yeah. usually, I mean, obviously, we don't read the comics together. Like, okay, are you ready to turn the page? I'm still reading two panels away. Uh, but, but yeah, the movie we usually watch in real time. Right, and we, then we, we make it a uh, an experience together, and then we come watch, the, right. uh, come record right right after. Yeah, usually. post post watching. But uh, yeah, so th- this was uh, a little weird. We we had. Uh, this, Watch them separately and, uh, and, and get together afterward. The fact. Uh, so while while you had the movie, I had thought about going to rent the road just maybe to have like a oh yeah like a like a uh, an example of like what else this guy has done. You know? So I think he's only other done like music videos other than this. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well. Right. This movie was n- written by uh, Nick Cave yeah. of uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Scenes. And, With uh, Warren Ellis. Different guy, though, right? Different Warren Ellis. Okay. Uh, Warren Ellis, the violin player. Okay. Not Warren Ellis, the comic book writer. Right. Uh, they, they just did the music. I love the music in this movie, by the way. I am indifferent. Really? Yeah. Uh, especially the opening and closing. 
like that was awesome and then like some of the just like recurring themes or whatever like the one the one song that Nick Cave sings in that falsetto voice like you know that one is okay it's not my favorite thing in the movie but I love the music otherwise yeah just don't like music I don't pay attention to it anymore so like it just kind of especially don't like Nick Cave music yeah I've never been a Nick Cave fan Uh, I liked his his version of Staggerly you know Everybody's done one, but I liked his. Uh, yeah, I've never never went out and bought a Nick Cave album. I've only heard the song "Lover Man" as covered by Metallica, and I think he does like a couple duets with Johnny Cash. So I've probably heard those. Right. But, uh, yeah, no, not uh, not much of a fan of his music. So the music in the movie itself didn't really register with me. As like, I mean, other than the. The actual song that plays throughout the movie, right? Uh, that seemed it was almost like a character because it just came at certain right, times. Yeah. And Mostly when it was just Guy Pierce riding around the desert, <clears throat> right? Yeah, because I mean, the movie is kind of about. I mean, it's about family and it's about you know loyalty, like the changing of the changing of the West, and, right. or not the West, but Australia. Australia. Yeah. It's about like. Well, let's uh, substitute Australia for the West. Yeah. Basically, it's it's a lawless town, although in, in this, this movie's case, it's a lawless continent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to restore order. And, right. And uh, Guy Pierce is sort of like this central character because, uh, you know, he's been set yeah. upon this task and he's like kind of drawn in different directions about what he wants to do. And, right. But we'll save all this for the actual intro for the the show oh, right, that right. we always do, yeah. so that we could avoid doing this. <laughs> well, no, which no. just drags the fucking show. Well, no, what I, what I was what I was getting at was <laughs> that that song that always appears when he's riding around is it seems like you know it's whenever you know he's like trying to decide or he's on his way to a certain place. Right. It seems like yeah, the song is like I don't know, kind of important because. The lyrics, uh, I don't know. The lyrics are kind of like sad and like, uh, you know, about I don't know, sort of about choices maybe, like about night and day, like opposites or whatever. So it's kind of, I don't know. It just reminds me of what he's trying to, what he's trying to do. Yeah. I just thought it was annoying and out of place. It's <laughs> possible too. <laughs> but again, I've made my stand. I do not enjoy music, especially the uh, but anyway, I was going to say, uh, the reason I brought up Nick Cave, I guess, uh, he's written, uh, another movie for John Hillcoat that, uh, is currently unavailable on Netflix. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, it's already out? It's, like, they made it in, like, the 90s. Oh, wow. Hmm. It's a prison movie of some sort. Really? Yeah. Prison slash Is it, is it Stir Crazy? With Richard Pryor? And Gene Wilder? <laughs> No, The Longest Yard. Oh, The Longest Yard. With, with the original, okay. with Burt Reynolds. Wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Oh, I guess Burt Reynolds was in the remake, too. But you know what I... T- uh, so, I guess, uh, yeah, and I guess I looked at uh, John L. Goat's IMDb page, and he's directed, like, Nick Cave music videos. And oh, okay. So, yeah. So, how they buddied up, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. And so yeah, so uh, I guess they're 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 good pals. And uh, but this I think the proposition was like his first major film, mm-hmm. at least just outside of Australia. Uh, hmm. And uh, 
in the road business follow up. Is Nick Cave Australian too? Or yes. Is he really? I was shocked to find that out. Yeah, I, I thought he was American. Yeah, yeah. I thought so too. Huh. Shows how much we are not fans of Nick Cave. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even know what country he's from or <laughs> what decade he directs or wrote movies in. Uh, but I liked this movie. <laughs> Hey, you know what? What's up? So did I. Yeah. <laughs> I got a little bored uh, towards the middle, I think. Uh, but I think I may have just been really tired when I was watching. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I watched it late at night, but it, it, it didn't bore me at all. And like, um, it's kind of a long. Ish movie. It seems like it was over two hours. It was it under two hours? Is it under two hours? Yeah. Maybe it did bore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but I, but I thought it, I thought it was very good. And, yeah. and like, even though it got slow in the middle, which usually I think is a bad thing for movies to get slow in the middle. Like, it's okay to have like a slow beginning. I think right and build up. Or, but uh, but I thought this one worked because it, it was just part of the story. Like you know, like because you know, like starts out crazy. Like it, it literally like first scene is like nuts. It's a bloodbath. All right, so it's a western shootout right. in, uh, in the whorehouse and slash it, barn, and it, and it just goes yeah, it goes crazy, and then and it sort of calms down, and um, but yeah, I, th- I think that really works for the story because if it just kept going crazy the whole time, it would have really it would it would have lost something with like you know his you know decision making and like you know I don't know yeah. I thought I thought it was very well paced. Uh yeah and and uh the movie is incredibly violent uh and and the ending is 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 fairly uh difficult and brutal I would say yeah but at the same time also kind of understated yeah like I they they totally could have gone way overboard with, yeah. with how it ended oh yeah like a lot of things seem to like happen like out of sight like off, right, yeah. off stage or whatever. Uh, behind the scenes, yeah. like yeah, they don't they don't gratuitously gratuitously film everything, and uh, and it doesn't. I mean, it is it ends a little more subtly than than it looks like it's going to. Right. Yeah, Some, right. Somehow it like trans transforms really quickly. But uh, yeah, what a, it it was a good a good little tale about like just violence and like. Uh, revenge, re- yeah, and family, like family, like what you know, what you, what you do to stay in touch or to uh, do the right thing, right? You know that sort of dilemma with family. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and definitely on on both sides of the coin, where our, our two central characters, uh, the Guy Pierce character, Charles Burns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is pretty awesome. Tyler Burns. And, uh, and uh, the Ray Winstone character, Captain Stanley. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah. He's like the British... Uh, uh, what's that guy's name from... Uh, the Sopranos? What's that guy's name? He was in True Romance. Oh, uh, the main guy. Fuck. Paul... No... <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic. Um, his famous role. In True. Oh, he was in the man who wasn't there. Jeez, I can't think of his name. Uh, starts with a G. Like for some reason, I keep wanting to say like Paul Giamatti, but I completely know that's not right. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert. That was it. Godfrey. 
Um, but it, but yeah, he reminds me of that guy. Everybody listening probably has been they're like saying the name or whatever. But that, uh, I think you're wrong. Really, he doesn't remind me. Of he, that. Oh, he remind, like like he looks a lot like him. Uh, they both have slightly receding hairlines. Oh man, they, I think they there's, they have the same exact face even. Uh, I don't think so at all. Uh, like like you know the guy you're talking about like I like him when he plays a certain type of character mm-hmm. uh, the the sort of hard ass gangster that maybe has a little bit of something else underneath like uh, like uh, he was in uh, Gand- uh, Gandalfini, Gandalfini James yeah. Gandalfini yeah. <laughs> not Paul at all yeah uh, <laughs> uh, he was in uh, he was in the movie The Mexican I believe. With uh, Brad Pitt and Julia Roberts. Was he? Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Years ago, yeah. yeah. I don't remember. Uh, a lot better movie than I expected it to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. And, like, he, he played sort of, like, this hard-ass character who, like, you know, was, like, turned out to be something completely different, you know. And, and I think he's good in those roles. Uh, but uh, I think uh, the Ray Winstone character in this movie, I think he... I think he had something that uh, Gandolfini doesn't have, like uh, just like you know, because he's uh, he's basically he's a pussy, mm-hmm. uh, attempting to be a badass but cannot hide it at all, and and like you know every time you see his eyes, it is, they are just fucking bewildered and naive. He was awesome, yeah. Oh, he was great. I, I thought he was pretty scary at the very beginning. Yeah. Like, like that scene, I was like, wow, this guy's a bastard. Right. And then you kind of get to know him, and he's like, he's trying to do something really positive, and he is kind of like more of a nice guy. Right, yeah. Just trying to change. I was exaggerating when I said pussy, but because, right. I, mean, I mean, he definitely uh, knows where to make his stand, and he knows how to, you know, uh, be a hard ass if he needs to be, but you you can tell that he doesn't want to be. Right. You know, he just yeah, like you said, he wants to do something positive. He wants to to make the world a better place, basically. Right. And, uh, but like, man, whenever like uh, like he he's got a supervisor who shows up in the movie who's basically just a dick. Right. And every time like they're having a conversation and they just show his eyes. And you can just see just the sadness of, you know, just what is going to happen. You know, he knows what's going to happen. And, you know, it just it just breaks his heart that, that it's happening this way. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he's, yeah he's very good with, uh, <clears throat> like, he's got a range because, um, you know, he's pretty, uh, pretty warm and, like, calm with his wife, with Martha, and, like, you know, just talking to her and eating dinner with her and, like... He seems like a really like a good guy, and, right. and then yeah, he's he has to be a little a little more violent with the the criminals and and his uh, underlings. Yeah, especially his underlings who are all dicks as well. Yeah, they are. Yeah, his underlings suck. I love that scene though, where they're all um, just like hanging out, and getting drunk together in that tent. Yeah, and then like uh, one of them just starts. He gets a little too drunk and he starts spilling his guts about what he knows about. Right. Oh, that's a great scene because it just seems like. You know, very real, like very. This is the way it would happen. This is the way this guy's world would start to come crashing down. Was yeah. by his drunken underlings just, you know, spoiling it. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of spoiling, and also bringing up the music thing uh, from earlier, mm-hmm. uh, there is one part in the movie where the music uh, actually did sort of affect me, and then uh, uh, I thought it was incredibly appropriate, especially 
for how the scene wound up coming out. Uh, but uh, quick rundown of the basic plot: uh, There's three criminal brothers. Uh, two of them have been uh, arrested. Uh, one of them thrown in jail. The other one is given a proposition to go find the the missing third uh, in order to spare the younger one's life. Uh, the younger one, uh, then, while he's in jail, the, the, the evil supervisor, uh, demands that he be, uh, lashed, uh, in public, uh, for the, the rape and murder of a family. And the scene plays out where he basically gets tied to a post and whipped across the back, and, like, it's just music, like, during this entire time. Oh, yeah. And they're supposed to give him a hundred lashes, and they're counting down, and, like, all this stuff is going on. There's a montage. And then, like, it finally, like, the music stops. And, like, you just see the, the guy doing the whipping just squeeze the blood out of the whip. That's gross, yeah. And he's, like, whipping the guy. And the guy has just stopped screaming. He's just sitting there. He's, he's like, passed out. Yeah. And, and they're, uh, not even, they're not even halfway done. <laughs> they're, 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 like, counting. It's, like, 39. Yeah. And then get to forty and just stop. And uh, I just thought that That's was brutal. Really effective scene and, and yeah, brutal. And like the absence of the music there is what, right, what yeah. was affecting me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, it was like harsh. It was harsh. Like oh, I can't even imagine living in time like that. Yeah. Well then don't be a criminal asshole. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like that's an interesting part of this movie too, is uh <laughs> You know, you, you know, it starts off with you know, after this horrendous thing that these guys have done, right? Um, and it does, you know, it doesn't really show it; they just sort of refer to it, right? Uh, Which I'm not sure. I wasn't able to find out, but I think it may have actually been a real thing that happened. Oh, really? Yeah. Like based on a true story, I think so. Yeah. Or at least the 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 event that kicks off the movie. Right. Right. Okay. So not the whole right, not the right. whole thing. But yeah, it's sort of like a. I, I don't know, like. By them not really showing it, it sort of like, um, you know, makes these guys seem like kind of good guys or heroes and like wrongfully imprisoned, even though you know that they're not wrongfully imprisoned. Right. Like you're kind of rooting for them, even though they're like rapists and murderers. Right. And then uh, by the end of the movie, you see, you know, you actually sort of see them, uh, you know, doing it again the second time. Um, and, and yeah, then they just seem a lot more vile and. It's kind of weird the way the way they do that. Like they they just refer to it. Yeah, but then at the end though, it also seems like they're totally justified in what they're doing. Right. Just because of the 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 events that have happened. Right. Against the will of the people that they're doing this to. Yeah, it's true. And so I wondered too, like when it was happening the second time, I was like, I was like, man, this. You know, I could see why they would do this. I'm like, I wonder if something happened the first time that was sort of you know justified. You know, right. like their, if their actions, like if these other people were. You know, somehow screwing them over, right? You know, screwing their freedom, or yeah, it's it's a weird movie because it there's there's no like these guys are the good guys, these guys are the bad guys. Like every single character in the movie has like good and negative, right? Yeah. yeah. So even like the the villain of the movie is is you know like once you once we meet him in the movie, he's he's, uh, he's likable. I wouldn't say likable, but he's he's definitely got uh, good qualities in him. Right. Uh, twisted though they may be. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, he seems like a a quirky, cool old, older brother. Right, uh, right. And man, John Hurt. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was great. 
our Hellboy connection. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, plays a bounty hunter, and uh, first meet him. He's drunk. And then, uh, or scuppered, as he says. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, that is a great word, scuppered. I have to remember that. But uh, then when he shows up again, he's uh, uh, quite a different personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, was a very awesome character, maybe two minutes worth of screen time entirely. <laughs> Man, that's all they could get him for. Right. I mean, he is John Hurt. That's true. He's a busy guy doing... He's... Alien signings. Yeah? I don't doubt if he even does that. I bet Yafakoto and uh, Harry Dean Stanton probably do. <laughs> I think I read that Harry Dean Stanton is going to be in a new TV show coming out. Really? Yeah. Wow. Or maybe he's going to be a... Yeah, he's going to be, I think, a character, a recurring character in the new season of Chuck. Really? Yeah. I love Harry Dean Stanton. I love Chuck. Huh? got chocolate in my peanut butter. Is that from... Oh, okay. That's what we just did. Right. I was like, I don't know, Chuck. Why are you referencing the show? I'm not. <laughs> supposed to say, but you got... Uh, oh, let's see. Damn it. Ah, I can't do this. You're fired. I can't, I can't play well with others. You are Fired. But, uh, what else? Fired. No, get out. Fired. Let go. There's something else. Oh, my gosh. Resigned by force. That's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Get the fuck out. So there's a lot of a, uh... (laughs) No, yeah, there's a lot of sand. Some rocks, a lot of cacti, lots of black people. Yeah, I was gonna say there was. I I'd never really seen that too in older westerns. Like there's like black like tracker bounty hunter kind of guys. Well, these are again. This is Australia, right. so they're Aboriginals. Yeah, that was uh, awesome. It was like a regular western. I guess they'd be Indians. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, but it was like a cool Native Americans. I, yeah. I mean, I guess I guess I have seen what westerns were uh, like. Um, Unforgiven, like, Morgan Freeman. What? Is he in Unforgiven? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you know, we're like uh, they. You know, they're working with Indians to right, like, right, track right. other white men. But uh, I thought that was and a other cool, Indians. Yeah, it was a cool element in this yeah. one. Though. Like, uh, yeah, the whole Aboriginal. Um, I don't know the the tribe and and the guy. The, what, I don't I forget the guy's name. He was working with the uh, Jacko. Jacko, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it was the one that was working for uh, Captain Stanley and his wife that uh, Toby showed up once. Toby, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that the the one guy Jacko, he had an awesome face, like yeah. the wrinkles in his eyes and everything. He's very, he his looks hair. very good on camera. Yeah, his hair. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. And uh, the one guy that looked like uh, Luis Guzman. Hmm. The uh, the Aboriginal that was hanging out with the the, the Burns gang. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, he looks like a black uh, Luis Guzman. Who's Luis Guzman? Uh, he's a very f- recognizable character actor. He was also in Punch Drunk Love. Oh, is he in Boogie Nights? Uh, yes. Okay, I know yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Like a buffer, taller. Yeah. 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 
I love Louis Guzman. He's pretty good. He's awesome. He's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I, I like uh, I like the proposition. Proposition a okay. Violent, uh, subtle, yeah. um, interesting, dark. very dark, very dark. Great characters, uh, and an awesome ending with sweet music. So yeah, awesome ending. Yeah. <laughs> In one apt musical interlude. I, I highly recommend. I do as well. Would you... Uh, you've already said you'd recommend The Road to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Everyone would recommend it. I, th- I think I like the proposition better than The Road, but... There's no Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome in he The Road. He can bring down a fucking project like a brick. Viggo Mortensen? Oh, fucking Lord of the Rings. Awful, because of Viggo Mortensen. Eastern Promise is awful, because of Viggo Mortensen. Oh, he was great in The, the Road. The prophecy awful. Because if you go more, the road awful. I'm lying. I really like Vigo. Yeah. Psycho the remake awful. Wasn't he in the? Was he in the? Psycho the remake. History of Violence too. Yes. Yeah, he was great in that too. This is one of those good actors. Yes, he is. He is one of those good actors. He needs work. Give him work. And, uh, And that David Cronenberg is also pretty good. Since we mentioned two David Cronenberg movies here, he's it makes a fine film. Makes a fine film. Let's see him work more. David Cronenberg with Viggo Mortensen. They make a good team. They do. Yeah. Um, I would, I would go see anything that they pair up for. I'd go see anything David Cronenberg did. What if he did the fourth Twilight movie? I would see it. Yeah. I really. Would. That would be awesome, man. Yeah. Yes, it would. It would either be him completely selling out, or you would just walk out of the theater and there'd be like 75 crying teenagers. <laughs> Which would be worth it. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, either way, I would see it, I think. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's high praise. <laughs> David Lynch doing a Twilight movie. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I guess I would see that. Especially the fourth one, what, what I've heard about it. It's the, it's the dark one. Uh, it's the dark one. There's lots of uh, sex in it, and that's pretty much a, you know, a constant theme in a David Lynch yeah. or David Cronenberg Dark movie. and sex, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe like falling asleep and not sure if you're yeah, awake or not. Yeah, and uh, like paralyzed babies and paralyzed telepathic babies and pieces of bodies getting cut off. Yeah, and being crushed to death while you're being fucked. That happens in Twilight 4. Gosh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Did not know that. The the one website I go to. uh, Twilight.com? No. Uh, Horror Movie Day. He's reviewed every Twilight movie that's come out. The kids' reviews are actually generally pretty uh, uh, positive for what they are. Objective? Yeah, objective. Because he's like, clearly this is not a movie for me. But you know, at least you know when I, I can go in and say, "Well, this part is good and this part isn't." Like, like they did their job well. That's right, right. right. Uh, but uh, each time he does, he's mentioned uh, that uh, uh, one of his friends has read the the Twilight novels, and that apparently the the last book slash last movie is unfilmable, and that that's why he wants the Twilight movies to succeed to see them try. <laughs> Because they, they, he, he's thinking maybe they don't even plan to go that far. They just want to ride it until it peters out. And if it makes it to the fourth movie, they're like, oh, really? We're going to make it to the fourth movie. Oh. Basically, they split it into two. Uh, 
fourth book, split into two movies. Doing the Harry Potter route. Ah, the Harry Potter. Yes. But apparently, fourth book is still unfilmable, according to that website that I read. Interesting. Interesting. People getting fucked to death. That's uh, not for the kids, usually. Usually not. Yeah. I'll be interested to see if they... Go Team Edward! <laughs> uh, go Team... Uh, Jacob. Yeah. Uh, yay! <laughs> yay! Uh, let's go take a break and watch a Twilight movie. Yeah, let's do that. All right, we'll be back. All right. Well, I wish I was an apple hanging on a tree. And every time I Cindy passed, take a little bite of me. Get along home, Cindy, Cindy. Get along home. Get along home, Cindy, Cindy. I'll marry you one day. Well, Cindy is my honey, the sweetest in the South. When we kiss the bees would all swarm around her mouth Oh, get along home, Cindy, Cindy Get along home Get along home, Cindy, Cindy I'll marry you someday Well, I wish I had a needle and thread Fine as I could sew I'd sew my Cindy to my side And down the road I'd go Get along home, Cindy, Cindy Get along home Get along home, Cindy, Cindy I'll marry you one day Well, Cindy got religion She's had it once before She grabbed my old banjo man And threw it on the floor Well, get along home, Cindy, Cindy Get along home Get along home, Cindy, Cindy I'll marry you one day Apples in the summertime, peaches in the fall. If I can't have the gal I want, I won't have none at all. Get along home, Cindy, Cindy. Get along home. Get along home, Cindy, Cindy. I'll marry you one day. Johnny. Cindy hugged and kissed me. She hung her head and cried. I swear she was the prettiest thing that ever lived or died. Get along home, Cindy, Cindy. Get along home. Yeah, get along home, Cindy, Cindy. I'll marry you one day. I'll marry you one day. I'll marry you one day. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. How's it going? It's going all right. Uh-oh. What? I noticed a tinge of of something in your voice there. Uh, I just uh, realized what time it is. And... Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow, it's 11.30. Yeah, it is. You gotta get up in like three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Six hours. Yeah. Wow. That sucks. At least uh, I'm not driving this week, so I can sleep. 
sleep on my way Sleeping in. in the car. I used to love sleeping on the bus to school. I never had that opportunity. Oh, man, it was great. Uh, Especially in the winter when the heat was just purring. Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> it was, uh, usually my stop was like one of the last stops. And so, yeah. Uh, five-minute so ride to school. Right. Yeah. Um, luckily, I lived like 45 minutes away from my uh, junior high school. Uh, no, yeah. Speaking of heat and sleeping in vehicles, uh, past three days or so, my my coworker has uh, we've been driving to work, and then somewhere down in the middle of uh, seventy five, he'll turn off the AC. Oh, yeah, it wakes me up instantly because all of a sudden it just becomes hot and stuffy. Does is it, does he have a reason? Like his car? I don't ever... know. No, because like he'll leave it on like the entire drive home. Huh. And admittedly, it's a lot hotter in the afternoon because the car's been sitting out in the parking lot all day. Right. However, it's still really hot in the mornings. Yeah. Even at 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> Before the sun's even right. beating down. Because it is fucking summer and it is fucking unbearable. It's gross out there. It is. So I think if he does it again tomorrow, I'm just going to complain. <laughs> I, th- I think you're uh, validated in that. Yeah. Have a doc- Oh, that's what you should do. Have a doctor's note. Ooh, just have it with you. Like, forge one. Print one off the, of the internet, I'm sure. Oh, uh, shit, you don't have that. <sighs> Road no. trip to Kinko's? Okay, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna forge one of those puppies. Uh, maybe I'll just uh, take my inhaler out and just, uh, you know, uh, fake heaven. Oh, there you go. What? What? Huh? What? What? Boom. So, uh... I just remembered something. Anyway, uh, yeah, we saw Inception last night, and, uh... Had had a bit of an adventure. Yeah? A little craziness before the show. Some uh, miscommunication on uh, none of our parts. Right. Mixed with with, uh, the economy, obviously, being better than we thought. Yeah, or... Or maybe it's so bad that they had to go on cheap night. Right. That's what it is. It was cheap night at the the theater that's closest to us here. Yeah. And uh, they were sold out. Sold out. Which we discovered as we were heading into the fourth area of parking that we were trying to find. Yeah. Parking at. I've never seen so many cars there. Wow. That was crazy. Yeah, so we uh, we called... Uh, I called my buddy... My girlfriend called me and said, Hey, it's sold out. I just tried to buy tickets. Right. And then uh, I was like, Oh, I better call my friend Josh, also known as Zippy. Right. Let him know. He's at a completely different theater, though. Yeah. For some reason. The theater that we were thinking about maybe going to. But, uh... Turned out that uh, while you were talking to Zippy, which, uh... I think it took about 20, 25 minutes, uh, your girlfriend went ahead and bought tickets for the three of us, uh... At a different theater. Yeah, because she didn't know that he was... Right. She didn't know where he was. Well, because... She assumed he was at the correct theater. Well, there's that, and uh, maybe she assumed that uh, while chaos is happening, maybe he wouldn't talk to you for 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. While we're trying to figure out a new plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most would probably assume that. 
and then accidentally butt dialing you on a conference call. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, he yeah he, he he was like, oh geez, okay, well hold on, and he uh, put me on a conference call with a guy that I used to be roommates with like ten years ago. He lives in <laughs> lives in Cleveland, Ohio now, and I was like, I haven't talked to him in yeah ten years. Yeah. This is very strange. And then, uh, and then I'm trying to give you directions on how to best get out of the parking situation we're in. Right, right. Well, Would that and you're refusing to park while you're on the phone. Well, there's no place to park. There was places to park in the lot you were in that time. No, I didn't see any. Oh, no, we passed any. like six of them. Really? Yeah. Like bicycle parking? Uh, no, but like you know, it was down towards like you know the highway. But I mean, uh, <laughs> I didn't see any. But you know, you were on the phone. Well, that's and true. And yeah, you just parked and. I, I probably didn't see any because I was on the phone. I was distracted. Yeah, but yeah I, didn't, I didn't see any. But uh, yeah, it was crazy. So we lost lost one. Yeah. And then uh, met up at the other theater. Yeah. yeah. I saw two of my other friends. That were yeah. there, also there at Inception. At a different time. Different time. Yeah. But uh, and, uh, and then I stood in the uh, the shortest, longest line ever for yeah. a pop. There's like three people, but each three one people, took ten minutes. Right, yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I'm honestly surprised that we made it to the theater on time. Let alone got uh, seats usually where I prefer to sit. Yeah. I usually sit way all in the back. Which I would have preferred yesterday. Oh, the two we're... guys behind us were oh, yeah, kind of right. annoying. We were like second row down. Yeah, I like see my 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 G spot for the theater is that uh, middle area where where there's the uh, you know there's a uh, rail. Oh, the handicap spot. No, no, not not where your back's against the rail, but where your feet are against the rail. Right, the handicap spot. Uh, no, yeah, no? I think that's because like, there's a lot of leg room. I think that's where the handicapped area. Is. No, they usually have like the handicap seats like like where the feet are in the I the big aisle way. Like there's like usually like a row of chairs like. Like, you know, where the main aisle is? I think that's the handicap section. Because, I mean, you can fit a wheelchair in there and whatever. If you're handicapped, why are you seeing a movie anyway? <laughs> Go live your miserable handicapped life. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we did miss the trailer. Roll your wheelchairs down hills. <laughs> Have fun. Don't be cooped up. Don't see a movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what he said. Well, uh, we did the uh, we did miss the Scott Pilgrim trailer, unfortunately. No, we didn't. We saw all the trailers. I didn't see the Scott Pilgrim trailer. We were walking in uh, when it was. Well, yeah, because there was no Scott Pilgrim trailer. Yeah, we saw all the trailers. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I might be thinking. I'm, I think I'm confusing it with. I went and saw Predators the other day, and I walked in during the Scott Pilgrim trailer. Right, right, right. I missed. I missed that one. It was like the end of the trailer. You can always watch it online. Yeah. We did see some awful trailers. Yeah. Uh, you know, actually, you know, it's it's kind of sad. The the movie Dinner for Schmucks. I actually kind of really wanted to see that. Until I saw the trailer for it yesterday. That's the first time I'd ever heard of it, but it looks awful. I, I'd seen commercials for it, and I thought it looked actually pretty good. And I heard the concept, and I was like, yeah, it's going to be funny. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. And watching the full theatrical trailer, it's just like, no. It just looks painful. No, I'm not. Yeah. yeah. It does not look good. Yeah, I think I think Steve Carell, like, 
He needs to, like, play a different character if he's going to, you know, just keep doing, like, dumb comedies because, like, after, like, five of those, it just seems like, wow. You know, like, okay, I get it. He's he's dumb and, you know, I don't know. I just, I think he's a better, I, be, I think he's a better actor than that, you know? What movies are you talking about? Ah, uh, like anything he's ever done. Like what? Oh, here, isn't that the back of the movie? Isn't that the back of uh, Proposition? Actually, yeah, kind of is. Holy <laughs> shit. I think that is actually the picture that I chose for this episode. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> but I, I don't know, like even the 40-year-old virgin, he just always like, I don't know. He wasn't dumb in that movie. He was just he's, naive. Well, yeah, but I mean... It just seems it like it wasn't a good it. movie. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Yeah, yeah, it was okay. I thought it was okay. I chuckled. Uh, even, uh, even uh, get smart. He wasn't a dumb character in that. He was just uh, uh, not good at what he was supposed to be doing. Okay, I haven't seen. I haven't seen Get Smart. It's also not that great. Uh, these are the only two movies I've ever seen him in. Hmm. That I can think of off the top of my head. I think I'm just thinking of, like, The Office, and, like, I don't know, he just seems like... He plays dumb on The Office. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I don't think uh, any of the movies I've seen him in, he's played that same character, so... Will Ferrell basically plays the same character in every movie, Mm -hmm. except for Stranger Than Fiction. And, uh... Bewitched. Oh my gosh, I can't think of the name of it. I just said Winter's Winter's Passing. Oh, I've not seen that. It's on my Netflix. It's a good movie. Ed Harris. Kind of a downer. Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Ed Harris. I don't remember. Huh? I don't remember him being on it. I think he might be. Mm. Maybe I'm thinking Ed O'Neill. Mm. Ed Asner, maybe. Could be Ed Asner. <laughs> maybe it's just all Ed's. Ed Asner, Ed O'Neill, Ed Harris. That'd be a good movie. Uh, Eddie and the Cruisers. Eddie and no, the Cruisers. It's different. It's uh, Echo and the Bunnymen. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Eddie Rabbit. Uh, Eddie Bauer. Eddie from Roger Rabbit. Eddie from uh, Roger Rabbit. Played, um, played, of course, by Bob Hoskins. Right, right. Uh, Evil Ed from Ed, Fright Night. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Playing six roles, which is of incredible. Course. He played Why Bob Hoskins. He? he played Bob Hoskins and Roger Rabbit. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Winter's Passing is good. It's kind of sad. Again, all my Netflix game. Um, blah. I got nothing. I got nothing. I don't even remember what we were talking about. No. Yeah, I'm not just pick a comic. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save everyone the misery. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, I'll pick a comic. Oh, wow. Travis Cheers. Uh, pick a comic. Is it Sheree? Yeah. yeah. Travis Charret. Uh Pick a comic by a man that I've met before. Well, he wrote it. Uh, Ken Mentor. And uh, someone I've never met, Drew Clarence Pruitt, I think, I believe. Uh, it's called... Huh? Huh? Uh, hi. You in the corner? Yeah. Um, you know who I am, right? 
Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, you know, what I am and what I do and what I do on this show and how I can be. <laughs> yeah. Are yeah. you sure you want to go through with this? Uh-oh. Is that a spoiler? No. Because I haven't read it yet. Oh, okay. But you... Since I'm a little bit friends with him, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so you're saying this as a person who hasn't read it yet. Right. You're saying may or may not. Right. This could go poorly. <laughs> you could lose a friend. Uh, Possibly two. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's, let's go for it. Hey. Yeah. 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 I'm not vetoing. Yeah. Because uh, I'll read it. Yeah. Uh, but again, you know me. You opinionated. Eh, to say it lightly. Yeah. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> to say it not so lightly. <laughs> well, that being said, you you willing to subject your friend? That is not me. To this. See, I think it's better to regret something you have done than something you haven't done. All right. So I'm ch- I'm uh, putting this book out there. Okay. So we're going right. to talk about it. And uh, maybe uh, even if you do dislike it, right. have things to say, we'll at least talk about the book and uh, it'll be out there. Okay. All right. So. Uh, Given fair warning. <laughs> Pardon me. Which uh, may be uh, Van Halen. Yeah, that's what I'm Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, The Experts by Ken Minter and Clarence Pruitt. Is that starring Sylvester Stallone, Dolph Lundgren, and Jason Statham, and Jet Li, and Wesley Snipes? Is he in there? He was supposed to be, but he had tax problems. Uh, No. It is not the adaptation of the Sly movie. It is a uh, graphic novel, self-published, well, sort of, and through, uh, self-published through uh, Comic Express. so uh, I believe that would be self-published. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. It's uh, sort of a, you know, <clears throat> it's not a mini comic, but it's of that like, uh, you know, that crowd. And like he does mini comics. He does auto bio books too. There's a book called uh, "I'm Not From Here." Yeah. Or he did a book. It's a collection. So yeah, uh, all right. Yeah, we'll try that. We'll Let's try do the it. Experts, Ian. Experts. This is where the uh, the warning comes in. <laughs> Just uh, putting it out there. But I'll read it. All right. No veto. No veto. So I'll read anything. Almost. So yeah, have you veto? I think you've only vetoed movies. I've only so vetoed one movie. The Whiteout. Yeah. Which is funny because they had that at the library the other day and I almost got it. The book. Because I'll read that. The comic. Uh, no, the uh, DVD. Wow. Yeah. So read the book. Really? Yeah. Okay, you'd read the comic, but not the movie. Yeah. Well, comics are better than movies. It's possible. Mm-hmm. Well, that times. I bet that comic is better than that movie. No, yeah. But I really yeah. want to see that movie yeah. for some reason. I just love the way Snow looks on film, I think. Then yeah. uh, I would recommend to you The Pink Panther. <laughs> okay. Which one? The the original. Okay. Peter Sellers, David Niven. Just place in a snowy area. Yeah. Uh, I'd recommend to you X Files, Fight the Future. Spies Like Us. Spies Like Us. Inception. Uh, Inception. There was a good chunk of it in the snow. That was good, yeah. I'm sure there's a good James Bond movie in the snow somewhere. Uh, probably. Where they ski and they shoot at each other with rifles. Yeah. 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 
Seems like that happened. Die Another Day, I believe. The one with Halle Berry and the invisible car. I haven't seen it. You shouldn't. Mm. Ever. Not a good movie. Tell us your favorite snow movie. Email it to us. I'm talking to you, Brian Jemmett. Oh, yeah, because, well, hey, he didn't even email us to to, to participate in the, 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 the five... Uh, oh, he will. It's been a week. Come on. <laughs> We've had one person to write back to that. Mm-hmm. Come on, people. What the fuck? <laughs> Do you want us to go past 100 episodes? This is your chance right now. Write the fuck to us. Maybe they're... Maybe they're Ass fucks. Maybe this is them voting. <laughs> this is this is them putting their words out there. All right. Well, then that's it. We're ending at 100. <laughs> uh, I've given up everything else in my life. Why not fucking give this up, too? <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, the experts back in Minter. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Trash can be downloaded at www.guttertrash.net, iTunes, Podcast Alley, and FeedBurner. You can also find us at myspace.com slash guttertrash underscore net, seanborn.net, and buyerbewarecomics.blogspot.com. Contact us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. We'll see you next time.